0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Embracing the Gray with Vic and Kels, where we are here to challenge the all or nothing thinking when it comes to all things food, body, and mindset. And today we're going to be talking all about the balancing act of life, (laughs) navigating our relationships with ourselves, our relationships with our partners, relationships with friends, coworkers, all the things, how to balance it all and to do it in a way that is really authentic to you.
1: So hello, Miss Vic. How are you doing? Hello. Happy Monday. I'm doing well. Um, I'm really excited to just kind of see where this conversation goes, because I, I was at the gym the other day and was like, Kelsey, I have a topic I want to talk about. And I didn't really know where we were going to go with it. And then once we kind of started talking, it was like, really, it was just seeing the interplay between the seasons in life where we're focused on our relationship with ourselves versus cu- cultivating relationships with others and just letting that kind of be fluid and not being concerned that it has to be set in stone. So I am I'm thrilled to be able to chat about it today.
0: One of the biggest things that has come up for us when we were talking about this, I guess two things. Number one was recognizing that life has seasons. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting because we're about to have a literal shift in season. You in the US are about to fall back and to go into fall. And it's very strange because here in New Zealand, we're about to spring forward and we're moving Mm -hmm. into spring and it's starting to get warmer. And it's just really interesting to see the contrast (laughs) and to be so involved with these different changes and what that means for different people. So recognizing there's different seasons to to life in general, but also seasons to our relationships and to our priorities. And whenever we talk about priorities, I always love to refer to the big rocks as Mm -hmm. Stephen Covey from um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Definitely recommend that read. I think we've talked about it a lot, (laughs) but the idea of putting first things first and really making sure that you're scheduling the big rocks and your priorities so that there is space for everything. And I think the big thing that we were coming to understand is that in the different seasons, there may be different rocks, like the Mm -hmm. rocks may change. And so for you, I'd love for you, like, what was it about recently that made you think about this topic? What has been the big season shift or rock shift for you?
1: So I would say, first off, um, it was more of me kind of reflecting on, I guess, the past almost two years, which is weird to think about. But just so two years ago, this past August, I started working from home. So I left the hospital and became fully remote. And so just by default, my social interactions changed a lot because I wasn't, even if it was to just go socialize at work, I was able to see co-workers and people, patients on a regular basis. That's a little bit different now working from home in the past two years and not really realizing until frankly, my husband said something that I haven't been super intentional about seeking out friendships here in Idaho and kind of fostering relationships here where I'm actually at versus kind of just been maintaining friendships from high school and some of my college friends, but not really creating that here. When in every other instance in my life, I was able to do that. And I think the main reason is because I'm working from home and it's not as natural or it's not as easy to come by. So Part of that was kind of just realizing, wow, a lots changed in the last two years. And then really kind of realizing that, well, I started rock climbing and I don't know if we've talked about that on a podcast, but I, on Josh's birthday last month, I, we, we drive by this rock climbing gym every time we go into Boise and for literally three years, we've just like, man, we need to go try that man. We need to go try that. So on his birthday, I was like, oh, it would be fun to surprise him. And take him to go rock climbing, thinking, oh, we would just do like a drop in, go have some fun, not think anything of it. But we ended up staying for multiple hours and just having such a good time. And it was also kind of exciting because it was just a hobby I didn't know that I would actually enjoy. I was kind of just doing it because I knew that he enjoyed rock climbing like prior to us meeting. So we ended up rock climbing and then literally stopped going to the gym that we would normally go to because they have a four-story like bouldering, rock climbing. They have all new brand new rogue equipment. They have female weightlifting bars, which are the thinner bars so you can hook grip. I mean, just it's insane the amount of stuff that they have and realizing like how community based climbing was. And then I walk, I'm walking in to go sauna and there's this huge sign and it says ladies night, six to 8 PM every Tuesday. And I'm like, oh gosh, I should probably go to that. So I told Josh about it. And of course, first Tuesday comes around, didn't go. And I told him that week, the next week when I was kind of working on my planner and working on my schedule, I was like, I am going. So I told Josh, I am going on Tuesday. I said, whether I am having a good day at work or a bad day at work, or I'm tired or I'm not tired, please make sure that I go. So I told him, and then I also told my mom, I am going. I'm going to ladies night regardless. And she was like, okay. And she, my mom had made comments too. Like, you should probably get yourself out there a little bit, just not thinking anything of it. And I go and I end up having two and a half hours of just so much fun and it was just a really big realization that i have not been intentional about doing things to get myself out of my comfort zone and it's not a bad thing it was just that i've been so focused on my health journey and keeping getting those things in check in my habits but not really like looking outside of that a
0: couple of things that that point out for me a i completely resonate as somebody who has just moved to a mm-hmm. new place and trying not to be as nomadic, trying to build a community and build a home base for the first time in almost 10 years. Also being in a new relationship. And he and I are, are in this place, you know, obviously we want to prioritize prioritize our own relationship. We have, you know, a big rock for us is date night, but here more recently we're doing the same thing. We're putting ourselves out there. We're inviting people over for dinner. We're instigating. And I brought a meal over to one of my friends who just had a baby, just Mm -hmm. trying to put ourselves out there, which can feel really uncomfortable sometimes. And especially if it's not reciprocated right away, or it feels like people are ghosting you or whatever else I've learned that I have to sometimes ask again. Yeah. And not take it personal that maybe they just got busy or whatever else. And the more that you say yes to things and the more that you invite other people to things, eventually it just starts becoming momentum. But I, I think these relationships are extremely important for us to have.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: other thing that stood out to me too is sometimes when we go on a health journey, it can be really isolating. Mm-hmm. I I see this time and time again, when people are trying to get healthy, they're trying to focus on eating better. Obviously, we don't want to be around people who are always drinking or always out late or whatever else. And if that's been your social circle for quite some time, and it's no longer supportive of your goals or the person you're trying to be, it can feel really lonely. But reminding ourselves that we are tribal beings, we all need that sense of belonging, and we all... For that sense of belonging, we will take on and adopt behaviors of the people around us. But guess what? Just like you did, you can put yourself in those situations, in those groups, in those atmospheres that do support the person that you are trying to become, that do normalize the desired behaviors and habits that you want. And that's also like for us, why we have the Rediscover You Free community. hmm Right. So it's this safe place where you can come and talk about things. And, you know, I know a lot of people just had Labor Day if you're back in the States, and sometimes you're around family or around friends. You can have that diet talk all around you. You can feel maybe insecure wearing certain clothing around friends or family that you don't ordinarily see. And so, to be able to mm-hmm. have a safe place of people that you can turn to and talk through some of this stuff and remind you of what the real important thing is for you is really important.
1: When I, so on my planner, there's something called this week's top three priorities, right? So, I, I was just, when I was doing that last week, I was like, man, my top three priorities are so different than what they would have been a year or two ago, where it was like just, you know, eating three meals a day had to be on there because that was so, I couldn't get out of the binge mentality. I couldn't get out of that. And now that's so instinctual. Whereas now it's like, okay, I I would love to get to the gym three to five times a week. And my two other ones last week were go to ladies night from six to eight, ended up staying till like almost nine. And then my second one was to reach out to a friend that's also a coworker. We went and got mimosas and just realizing that, those things can change and that there's going to be that i guess like on a teeter-totter there's going to be that teeter-totter effect where there are times where i'm gonna have to kind of be on my own and then there's other times where it's really important that i go and get out and get to know people and just even just that one experience like that was my first time going to ladies night i already have people that i'm going to go climb with tomorrow and you know, you can't climb by yourself unless you're on an auto belay or bouldering. So it's like, you need somebody else to belay you. (laughs) I can't go climb by myself. Like I need somebody else to be there. And how cool is that? Because that's already forcing me to make plans and be like, Hey, do you want to go climb at five today? Obviously I can drag Josh as well, but just instinctually within the sport, you have to have somebody else there, which is reinforcing that rock, I guess, in my life is that I need to be more intentional about cultivating relationships.
0: Oh, I'm just like, something is sparking in me right now <laughs> because you're absolutely right. I know we've talked about balance. I I still really love the idea of contrast and yin and yang, and mm-hmm. it's not extremes. I am not saying extremes people, but just kind of recognizing that there's that time and season life is 50, 50 it's fluid and that's okay. But yep. I remember when I was at the height of my binge eating, I was going out with friends all of the time. Mm -hmm. I was socializing all of the time because I was terrified to be alone. Mm -hmm. Because if I was alone, I was alone with my thoughts. If I was alone, I was often sneak eating food to escape my thoughts. I was completely disconnected. And so there is that time, like binge eating, there's all these different aspects. I think, like, you know, there's physio, physio physiological, biological, <laughs> physiological, physiological, <laughs> gracious, psychological, neurological, right? Physiologically, like you said, three eat three meals. Don't skip meals. If you haven't gotten that through your head yet. <laughs> Start there. Please start there. (laughs) Anyway, then there's also the psychological component, right? The labeling of foods that are good or bad, but also feeling that deprivation or psychological in the sense that I am not feeling connected. I don't have hobbies. I don't have things that bring me joy. Food is the only thing that brings me joy or comfort. I am not processing my emotions. I'm suppressing my emotions. I'm avoiding and escaping my emotions with food. And then there's the neurological where obviously it becomes a habit. I feel an uncomfortable emotion. And so just out of habit on autopilot, I reach for this food, I whatever it is. So those are the components that I really think impact binge eating. I think it's amazing that you took the time and had the season to be alone with those thoughts. You did lots of walking yes. alone and took that quality time alone, you got to the point that these habits just became a part of who you are. It used to be that for you to just go for a walk was massive and just wouldn't even happen, let alone going to the gym once, maybe twice a week. Now you're going like three or five times a week, and this is just the person that I am. It used to be eating at regular consistent times throughout the day, was really difficult, took a lot of conscious effort. Now it's just a part of who you are. This is how we learn things, right? First, we're unconsciously incompetent. I don't know that I suck. (laughs) I don't know that I suck at eating consistently. I don't know Mm -hmm. that that's the problem. I just think that I suck at willpower. I don't realize that I just don't know how to eat consistently. Then- I realize I suck. I am consciously incompetent. I realize that I need to eat consistently, but it's difficult for me. Then the third step, conscious competence. I now can eat consistently, but it's very difficult and I have to put it on my three priorities and I have to make sure that I'm doing it and it takes conscious effort for me to eat mindfully. Then eventually it becomes unconscious competency. Now it's just a part of who I am. I don't even have to think about it. I'm just good at it. I just always do these things. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I think it's important for us to recognize that even eating consistently is a skill Mm -hmm. like learning to drive or tying your shoe or brushing your teeth or whatever it is. And once you can give it the time and energy and effort to learn how to eat consistently and balanced meals, eventually it really will just become a part of who you are. That's how we wire our brains. And then once you have wired your brain, it's just on autopilot. This is just your habit. This is just who you are. Now you have the capacity to take on other things, to have mm-hmm. more fulfillment, to shift your attention and focus to things that that can bring you more joy.
1: I love that. So obviously I'm sharing my experience of me stepping out of my comfort zone, cultivating and navigating friendships and relationships with others. You had mentioned prior to us talking, um, how do you know when you need to potentially look at and focus on your relationship with yourself? Like where, what is for you? And I could talk about, like what is your line where you're like, I am giving so much to other people that I also need to step back and kind of have a refocus on getting back to baseline with me. This one, I'm not sure about quite yet. I'm playing around with it. It was just
0: something, as you were talking about relationships and talking about this, it reminded me so much of if anybody goes back to our podcast from January, 2023, talking about the life wheel And at Mm -hmm. the time I was so fulfilled in so many areas. I had just arrived in New Zealand. I had a month of basically living completely alone for the first time, like ever. I I had my own little studio apartment and I spent so much time alone. I didn't have friendships here. I I wasn't in a relationship. Most of my friends were in the U S so by the time it was like 3 PM, everyone's asleep. And Mm I, I, spent a lot of time alone. And it was really, really good. I spent a lot of time meditating, I spent a lot of time walking, I went on solo dates. And it's just interesting, as I'm here now, as we're going into September, just how much has changed in my life mm-hmm. since then. Uh, Now in a relationship where we live together, trying to build friendships and community here, trying to make sure I'm focused and, and growing in my business. And it's not necessarily that I'm feeling like I need that alone time. It's almost preventative. Mm. Like I'm starting to recognize, Hey, there's all these different, we, we do the life wheel with our clients. And I know that there's all these different sections and it doesn't mean you're going to be filled on all of them. I'm never expecting a full circle in 10 out of 10. Yeah. But I do know that if I don't take intentional time to connect with myself, and that could easily just be meditation in the morning, or that could be an afternoon walk.
1: You're journaling. You journal I- a
0: I do. I've started journaling with Jabril. Jabril. Oh my gosh, I realized the other day, this is awful. I've been saying his name wrong for six months.
1: And I did he just man. finally correct you? Yes. You're so funny.
0: It's awful. I've been calling him Jabril. It's Jabril. <laughs>
1: Jabril. It's just it's like, you're so funny.
0: <laughs> anyway, so there are times I definitely still journal to myself. Guys, if you're in a place where you're having ruminating thoughts, being able to just write on the top of the page
1: what's on your mind. And oh, I see I... that was one thing, obviously, minus walking, that you, it was like non negotiable. I have to journal every day. And frankly, she finished a journal while she lived with us. And so I gave her a journal because I was like, this is your journal. I don't write in nearly any of these. So you're going to have this journal. <laughs> but that was that just something too. that, of course you did. And and not putting any type of like filter on, like you just really like let yourself go. And even if you go back on it and you're like, whoa, I'm a crazy person, at least you were able to do that for yourself and then recollect your thoughts in a productive way. I don't journal a lot, so I don't have that something to look back on, but that's something that you consistently do. That is, it makes me wonder how much the self-growth would take off just being able to do that.
0: It's been cool. I have two journals right now, just because I'm insane. No, just kidding. (laughs) like, of course you do. I have one journal that's mine. And that's where my crazy thoughts are and no one's allowed to read it. And that's where I write on the top of the page. So this one journal is just, it's full of negativity right now. (laughs) I've never had it so separated, but it's, it's the negative self-talk. It's the ruminating talk, or it's a lot of me being my own hype woman and pep talk Mm -hmm. being like seeing the thoughts on the page and being like, you know, that's not true. Actually. actually, actually. Yeah. Reframing. (laughs) Exactly. So first I always do this. What's on your mind. Just put it all down. I know it's horrible. And I know you're going to say really mean things, but we're going to put it all down and be honest. And then we can reframe it. Then we can ask, Mm. is this true? What can we do now? But I first have to give myself the freedom and the space to just get all of that. Just shit out of my head and onto paper So that's what one book is. And then the other journal is the Rediscover You journal that people Mm. can order on Amazon if they would like. I also have the free journal prompts. I follow these every single day, guys. And now I do it with my boyfriend, and it's been really cool. So every single night, right before we go to sleep, I will ask, What are three amazing things that happened to you today? Or what are three things you're grateful for? What are two things that you did well today? Or two things that you're proud of yourself for? What did you learn? What was your aha? What was your takeaway? And what it does is it allows us to reframe and reflect on the day together in a positive light
1: mm-hmm.
0: or to talk through if there was some negativity. And then again, like reframe it into a positive and being able to do that together has just been really, really cool. So I will put that out to anybody. It does take a little courage to ask and make it happen, but he's a really good sport. And so it's, it's kind of cool again. So that's a, that's something that we do together, but I do, you're right. I do still have this journal that is only mine and he's really respectful of it. I was, I'm starting to see patterns like the beginning of the month. It's always right mm-hmm. before my period. I, I started today on the dot. I've never been more regular in my entire adult life or my entire life ever ever. So it's insane, which is great, but it's It's great. Really interesting to now recognize that that week before my period, I get so emotional. I get, so. but it's also at the beginning of a new financial month. And Mm -hmm. so then there's also all these aspects that are intertwined with my business. And, and so it's just really interesting, but I was definitely super emotional and he saw it and he's like, what do you need? He's very good at listening and just letting me cry. (laughs) And I was like, I just need to journal this out. And he just gave me the space to just Mm -hmm. do that. And so maybe that's it. Maybe it's not that I necessarily need more time. I think it's just for me, I know I'm not doing solo dates anymore. Like I was Mm -hmm. back in January where I was going out to dinner or taking myself to a movie But I do still go for an afternoon walk by myself every single day, except for weekends. And I do journal. And I have been trying to get back into my morning meditation. So I am taking time for myself.
1: I'm actually. So so even so, I think just having, and not everybody uses a planner or whatever, but I guess just going back to like the big rocks is just building those things into everyday life, even if they're not big events. Maybe it isn't, yeah, that you're going on a date with yourself. Maybe it's just for that day, it's going on a walk or going and gardening or literally laying in bed, listening to a podcast or your favorite song, or just building that stuff in because it's going to make you feel better as a human being, but also it's, go- it has that preventative effect as well. You're filling your cup up. So then you're going to be able to pour into others and not be drowned out completely dry and not able to give.
0: It's so true. I know what we were debating whether or not to title this podcast, what is healthy. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this is just one of those aspects to remind ourselves that health is not an appearance. hmm and health really is just your overall well being, your physical, your mental, your emotional, your social. And to just take time periodically to reflect. And I love this question of what do I really need right now? Because I promise you, that's that check engine light. Yeah. If I am mindlessly scrolling continuously on social media, if I'm ever just watching Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> there's an issue. <laughs> there's an issue. If, if I'm, if I'm emotionally eating, it's not like I'm beating myself up and being like, oh my gosh, I'm a failure. I can't ever going to figure this thing out. I'm just like, whoa, check engine light. There is mm-hmm. something going on that I am not addressing right now. What do I really need right now? So that is something guys, if, if you are struggling with binge eating, emotional eating, any sort of I call it buffering or escaping. There's something that needs to be addressed. There's a disconnect somewhere. And I encourage you to possibly seek support to someone to talk through it because we can't always see the label from inside the jar.
1: Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. Get out of the jar. Let's just
0: like- Jump out. Jump out. But it's like, that's what (laughs) this is, right? Like even right now, this podcast- I was having this moment of, oh man, I haven't had any solo dates. Am I not taking any time? But then even having this conversation of of being like, actually, I I really I feel pretty good with the well, habits I have.
1: And let's just also even just that it doesn't it taking The gray approach is like, it doesn't have to just be solo dates. No, For me, I love going and getting my nails done. That is something that I do. And now I only go once a month. I don't have to go twice a month because I have this new nail stuff. Like I've been able to grow my nails out anyways. Like that is my time. That's a whole thing. Natural nails. They're so beautiful. There's all these little things. I've seen you (laughs) stop binge eating, find, you know, debt freedom, been able to
0: stop biting your nails. Like,
1: yeah. It, and I, I'm still, I still sometimes like hyper fixate on them, but then I'm like, wait, check engine. Like I have my nail appointment tomorrow. There's something else going on, but it doesn't have to be the solo dates. It could be something else, whether that's just going for a coffee or going on a walk that day. Same thing with this, me going and pushing myself out of my comfort zone. It doesn't have to be just going to ladies night. I could reach out to somebody that I had been intending to. You know, reach out to it can be different situations. And I guess kind of giving yourself credit for the things that you are doing. Because after I went to ladies' night, I was beaming. Josh was like, See, I told you so. Like, you feel so good. I call my mom. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just met these new people and we have a group chat. And it's challenging. But I was able to give myself credit and be like, oh my gosh, I just did that. That was so hard for me. It's kind of funny how hard it was for me, but whatever, I'm going to do it again. Giving yourself that credit because now you're able to go to the next thing, the next level, if you will. I love all of it.
0: This is a big one too, guys. Recognize your progress. Mm-hmm. Recognize and and feel good about the things that you are doing. That's, and I'm not kidding. That's what this like podcast episode has done yeah. for me because I really was in this place of, Again, just feeling kind of down or feeling like I'm not doing enough or whatever else. And it's because I'm in that gap. I'm focusing on where I want to be instead of where I am. And when I realize and focus on the gain on the things that I have done, the progress that I do have, like feeling really proud of the fact that I am somebody who has these, these habits that are just a part of who I am now that feels really good and motivating. And I'm actually leaving here with more energy
1: and ready to continue doing more. And I would say your energy just from pre-show to like at the end has significantly changed, just processing and talking through it. Seriously. And, <laughs> and going even just, so this is called the balancing act, navigating relationships with yourself and others. Notice that we didn't call it the balanced act because mm-hmm. these things, these levers, these pulleys, however you want to think about it, teeter-totter, it, it's going to be always be forever changing. And so just like we talk about, you're never going to fully arrive. You're always arriving. You're always going towards the next thing. Just really embracing that, that this is going to, these things are going to change and next month is going to be super busy for me. And so I'm not going to go to all the ladies nights that I'm supposed to, you know, that I want to go to, but so I'm going to have to fill my cup a different way. And just kind of thinking if you can in advance to where you're going to have to fill those gaps, I guess is what I'm trying to say and maybe be more preventative and acknowledging that that's just part of life and you're going to have to be able to, like how can you move towards forever evolving and changing and being okay with that and still having these non-negotiable things that just are in your life because you love them and they fill you up and they, they're getting you closer to who you're becoming, but that it's never going to stop. 100%. And I think the biggest
0: thing is embracing the gray, getting out of that dichotomous thinking. This is me on track. This is me off track. If I'm not yep. doing these things, I'm now off track. I'm a failure. I am never going to figure this out. Rather than a track, not a train, there is no track, but kind of thinking of it like a
1: sailboat the same. Oh, I was just as, listening to a podcast. Of, yeah. It's on TikTok. Never Something came up on TikTok. Always where the on. wind takes you. It where take, the wind yeah. takes you.
0: And then you just kind of shift it. You kind of pull it back just a little bit. And then you shift and kind of pull it back. And you're just this constant. And that's okay. Like that's yep. just how life is. We have these big rocks and these foundational habits to kind of pull ourselves back more towards the center and towards. The horizon but it's okay if there are certain things that kind of shift us side to side it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with us it's just a different experience and opportunity to grow
1: i love that i want to leave with one of a quote that i found two quotes from brianna weist your new life is going to cost you your old one it's going to cost you your comfort zone and your sense of direction It's going to cost you relationships and friendships. It's going to cost you being liked and understood. It doesn't matter. The people who are meant for you are going to meet you on the other side. You are going to build a new comfort zone around things that actually move you forward. Instead of being liked, you're going to be loved. Instead of being understood, you are going to be seen. All you're going to lose is what was built for a person you no longer are. Let it go. Oh. And then the second one was growth means letting go of the person who has kept you safe in order to become the one who can set you free. I love this. Oh, I'm so happy we did this podcast. I
0: know, if nothing (sighs) else, it is our own therapy session that you get to listen in. Which, by the (laughs) way, guys, if you are getting value from this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you could rate and review this podcast, as well as share it with someone else who could benefit or might be able to really relate or resonate with it.
1: Seriously, it yep. means the world. All you have to do is click the little, I don't know, the little box with the arrow and it copies the link to share, whether it's putting it on your Instagram story or just sending it to someone. And ultimately that's how other people find out about our podcast is just by you guys. I was <laughs> I was listening to this podcast the other day and it was. <laughs> It was like, pay the fee, share the show, don't be a hoe. (laughs) I was like, okay, that's funny. I had to say it, but we obviously, it's a free podcast, right? The fee is literally to just share it. And that means the world to us. And then obviously the comedic relief that I provided with the other part, but truthfully, it means the world to us. And we have all of the resources. We have a quotes and resources, Google doc that we add to. You can obviously book a free call with Kelsey, but don't be shy the podcast please introduce yourself to us we'd love to chat and we're just thankful for you guys yeah we love you guys have an amazing day wherever in the world you are you guys have a good one we'll chat with you later bye guys